If you like ducks, dogs, training, deer hunting, anything outdoors, then this is the podcast for you guys. This is the Fly and V Podcast. I'm Thaddeus Bash. I'm your host for this beautiful ride, and I'm assisted by my co-host, Mr. Changmore Vang. You can tune in every week and join us as we talk about anything and everything under the moon that you guys want us to talk about. Some facts, some fiction, and a whole lot of opinion. I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Let's hop into it. What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Flying V Podcast. And uh, man, it, it feels good to be back. It's been a couple of weeks since I've got the chance to do that. So first and foremost, um, if you're not following any of the other social media and you haven't got the chance to see what I said, um, guys, I came down with some crud. I've been sick for the last like week and a half, two weeks. So I went ahead and just pushed the podcast back until I was feeling better. Uh, just to play it safe for you guys, uh, I didn't want to put out, you know, a podcast where I'm feeling like crap, not feeling like talking. I really didn't want to talk to anyone, let alone do a podcast for an hour. So I went ahead and pushed everything back, guys. But we're back in business, um, and I'm feeling great about it. Um, so this week, 50 states of waterfowl. We're continuing. We are on the state of Florida, and uh, this one is going to be a good episode, I believe. You know, Florida is a pretty banging state for everything, but I, I'm curious to see how the waterfowl is going to go. Um, so before we get our guest on the line today and get to talking about that, um, just a couple updates for you guys. Um, if I do any coughing anytime during this podcast, I apologize. I, I still kind of feel like crap. I feel like I got some crud in my throat. Not sure what was wrong with me. They never figured it out. Just had a fever for like a week and a half uh, that I couldn't shake at all. Uh, but thankfully, you know, I, I was posting on Instagram, let everyone know what was going on with the podcast and stuff. And for all you guys who reached out to me, I uh, appreciate that. appreciate the kind words. It made me feel a little bit better. Um, but teal season came in. Uh, of course, I get sick like as soon as teal season happens. But we still got to hit a couple teal hunts. So uh, if you haven't seen it already, you can hit the YouTube channel and check out our first teal hunt. That video is up. And I also did a little smoked teal recipe, plucked them whole and smoked them on the trigger. And let me tell you what, if you've never done it that way, go watch the video, the recipes in the description, follow that recipe and you will thank me. I promise you guys that much. They were absolutely banging. Um, and I don't really see myself ever cooking a teal any other way than that way. Uh, we did hit some dove season. Uh, I think it's been that long since we've done a podcast. We hit dove season, got Boone on some birds, got him to do some work. Uh, it, it's just been a, a good start to the hunting season. You know, if our duck season goes the way um, that everything's fired off this year, then we're going to be in good shape. Bow season opens up next weekend, not this weekend, but next weekend. Um, we might go up to Arkansas and bow hunt. Spoiler alert for everybody. I've been talking about it. I finally bought my freaking Arkansas license this year and I bought everything. So I got deer tags, turkey tags, uh, fishing license, duck, everything. So we might do some Arkansas hunting this year uh, for the channel. Their bow season opens up this weekend uh, in two days. And then down in South Louisiana, or just south of us really, their area for deer season, bow season is open right now too. So we got plenty of stuff coming up. Uh, hunting season that's about to be in full swing. If you guys can see right here, I literally um, have this huge to-do list of stuff 
uh, if you're watching the video, you saw it. But I have this to-do list. I've been scratching stuff off. And every time I scratch one thing off, I add like four things to it. So I've definitely been grinding it out, uh, to say the least. But nevertheless, I'm fired up. I've had a run of bad luck, guys. Um, my phone, I dropped my phone off the tailgate after a morning hunt the other morning. Uh, landed on a freaking rock, shattered the screen. Whatever. Um, the next day, went for a morning hunt. My trolling motor on the kayak caught on fire. Um, <laughs> there should, there's going to be a video up on that, guys. Uh, I'll try and get that up as soon as I can. I haven't had the chance to um, edit it and get it posted yet. But we're going to go ahead and holler over at Clay and get him on here. And Clay is representing the great state of Florida, the big, beautiful state. If you've never been to Florida, uh, I would highly recommend it. I am from Indiana, never been stationed there, but my mom and my sister both live in Florida, and they have now for um, at least, a, I want to say a decade, about 10 years. So, oh, calling the wrong person. I was calling my dad. Sorry, dad. <laughs> Let's get Clay on here. Oh, Lord. Hey, we got him. What's going on, brother? Can you hear me right? Yes, sir. You're coming through good. Awesome. So, uh, guys, we got Clay on here. And, uh, Clay, you're down in Florida, but you're, you're not originally from Florida, right? Yes, sir. That's correct. I'm originally from Indiana. So, uh, how long did you live in Indiana, man? Uh, I grew up in Indiana. I lived there probably... I think I was 10 when I moved, and okay. then from there we moved up to New England, lived there, bounced around in those states, and then moved down here a few years ago. I think three years this January, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, yeah. So um, for those of you guys on the podcast listening, I didn't know that, actually. Uh, I met Clay on Instagram, and you know I reached out to him, and then uh, when he sent me his number, I saw the area code, and I was like, I was like, no, it's just from Indiana. So we just found that out about 15 minutes ago. But uh, yep. yeah, man, I'm from, uh, I, I spent, well, my whole life in southern Indiana up until I was 18. Uh, so great state. Love Indiana. Are you a Colts fan or no? I am. Oh, there we so. go, man. So uh, yeah, me and Clay are going to get along just fine. <laughs> uh, and then you moved to New England. Fun fact, man. Uh, literally, I never knew like what new england was until like last week it's like two weeks ago uh madison my fiance asked me she's like where is new england i was like oh it's in the northeast i don't know and uh like i googled it i didn't realize it was like a region i didn't know it was like fucking five states yeah so yeah. Not, actually not many people know that well Anyone who listens to this, you guys just learned some stuff, and and I just learned it literally. Like, I was I felt kind of dumb. Uh, I was like, wow, I never knew that, but hey, now I know. So, um, we'll get into it, man. I'm rambling already, but uh, so tell me a little bit about yourself, Clay. What what do you do now? Uh, where where you live in Florida? Uh, so right now I'm living in North Central Florida. Kind of mid, like, it's just split Florida right in half, kind of right in the middle, in the north central region. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, moved down here because my dad's job. Just graduated high school uh, about a year and a half ago. And then, uh, so now I'm working 
for Thermo Fisher down the road, making medicine. And then on my days off, I'm out there shooting ducks, but I'm trying to get it to where I can shoot ducks every day. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what we're all trying to do. Yes, sir. Um, so, North, where at? What city or what area in Florida? The closest big city I can think of that people will know of is Gainesville. You ever heard of UF, University of Florida? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I'm about 20 minutes north of that. Yeah, so uh, before I got you on here, I let everyone know. Uh, <clears throat> my mom and my sister uh, both live down in Florida. They, my mom moved down to Florida uh, about 10 years ago, I want to say. And then my sister moved down there when she, uh, while she was in college. So they both live down there. Uh, my mom's over around Tampa, and then my sister's on the East Coast over uh, in Sebastian. Um, so. Okay. I'm not sure what the question is, but I know where Tampa's at. Uh, it's like, uh, Mel, you know where Melbourne is? It's over, like, Cocoa Beach area, south of there. Oh, okay. So, yep. but, uh, yeah, she's lived over there. Um, I've been down to both places, both great places. Uh, I've always enjoyed Florida. I don't know that I'd, I don't know if I'd enjoy living there or not, but uh, it, it's fun to go visit family. It's like a nice vacation, so, um, with that being said, um, I want to know all about the ducks. Like, that's really, I mean, because, like, last time I was in Florida, when I was, we were visiting my mom, she was talking about me moving down there or whatever. And I was like, yeah, that'd be cool. But, like, uh, you know, I live to be outdoors. Like, I love hunting. I, I'm not a big fisher. Uh, I feel like most people in Florida do a lot of fishing. I'm, but, you know, I live to hunt. Um, you, and I, you and I are in the same boat. And yeah, like when I think of Florida, like I don't think, wow, I'm going to go duck hunt or, you know, I'm going to go kill a nice deer. It just, I don't know. It's just, I've always thought of Florida as like, I'm going to sit on the beach and listen to Kenny Chesney and drink a bunch of Natty Lights or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, you're exactly right. No, actually, not many people know that Florida is huge in agriculture and there's tons, like the majority of Florida is basically a big swamp and the other huge portion of Florida is agriculture. Well, and you, you know, it's it's because even like when I've been to Florida, I've never been anywhere but on one of the coasts of Florida. And I'm right. sure majority of the people who've ever went to Florida don't just go to like the middle of Florida. I mean, <laughs> no, you're exactly right. But uh, so it, are you guys, you got teal season going on down there right now or? Yes, sir. Uh, it opened last weekend and it closes up this weekend. Have you been teal hunting yet this year? I was going to go today, actually, but something fell through, and I couldn't go, so I went deer hunting instead. <laughs> oh, deer season's in, too? Uh, yes, sir. It opened up about the same day as teal season. Wow. And it just bow season? Yeah. or? Yeah, it's bow season right now. Gotcha. Um, yeah. You have any luck, or what? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> today was pretty bad, I'm not going to lie. What's the, what's, what's the temperature like down there right now? Uh, today, actually, believe it or not, it uh it was a little cold <laughs> but it was in like last night it got down in the 60s and then mid-morning is in the 70s but it got to the 80s today yeah but i mean for florida that's for this time of year it's a cold front <laughs> oh yeah the well i think we got the same cold front because uh it was literally like wednesday was it wednesday what's today thursday yeah so tuesday it was like 90 95 out and then wednesday morning i woke up i was gonna go on a teal hunt and uh, it's like fifty. I had to grab a hoodie. Uh, 
But no, yeah, I can't. They were today, and they, they, got, they shot one. They had like 30 flyover, but they only got one. But hey, at least it's better than nothing. Hey, yeah, that's that's how it usually happens for me. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I went on a solo hunt. Uh, had a group of ten fly in and managed to literally hit one. Uh, so, in my defense, it was like the first shots out of my kayak this year. Uh, so I'm blaming. Yeah, it. yeah I'm blaming it on that one hundred percent. So. Well, Teal season's in. When does duck season, like big ducks, come in for you guys? Yeah, so before I get on the big ducks, the uh, what's cool about our teal season down here, I, I know there's a couple other states do it, but I can't remember which ones, but I know that not every state does it. But Florida is one of the states that actually has a uh, wind duck season. That's right. That's right. What's that? I, no, I, not, I, just, I totally forgot Florida was a wind duck season state, too. Yeah. So it's, uh, let's see, um, so September 18th through the 22nd, for this year at least, uh, that's Teal and Wood Duck, and then from the September 23rd through the 26th, it's just Teal. Okay. So you, yeah, so the first portion of the uh, Teal season, you can hunt Wood Ducks too, which is pretty cool. Do you guys have a bunch of Wood Ducks down there? Uh, yes, to answer your question, but... <laughs> We got a lot of rain this year, and my dad and I went scouting for uh, wood ducks the other day, and we couldn't find a one. <laughs> really? <laughs> but yes, they're down here. There's a lot of them. Oh yeah, no, that's a that sucks. Water, uh, if it's anything like Louisiana, I hate when it floods around here because there's just too many damn places for the birds to go. Yeah, uh, they're so sparse. Oh yeah. But man, yeah, there's like I think it's three states that that have an early wood duck season, um, and I'm kind of a I'm on the fence on whether I wish we had it here in Louisiana or not. Um, yeah. it, like I, in the moment during teal season, I'm like when I'm just watching all these woodies lighting up my decoys, I'm like, man, I wish we could kill wood ducks. But in the big picture, I'd rather not because I would like our population to stay where it's at. Because man. <laughs> If it weren't for wood ducks, I would have a lot of depressing days in a duck blind down here. Uh, <laughs> so, so I rely heavily on wood ducks to get me through duck season. Uh, so, if we can't kill them during teal season, that's fine with me. But uh, hey, and they uh, they eat good too. Oh yeah, I'll, I've said it on here before. It's a it's a top three eating duck for me. Uh, yeah, definitely. But to answer your question before I forget, uh, I have it right here in front of me. But regular duck season, there's two phases. The first phase, it opens for uh, basically a week. It's from November 20th through the 28th, and then it goes out, and then it comes back in December 11th all the way through January uh, 30th. Okay. Yeah. So you get like regular duck season down here. So you get like a little tease, and then you just get duck season forever. Yep, pretty much. (laughs) Dude, yeah, so Louisiana, we just – they just this year they changed it and now we have like a three splits um so we have like two weeks and then it's off for two and then we have another like three weeks and then it's off for like two and then we have like the rest of or like all of january it's stupid i don't know who's in charge um of department of wildlife and fisheries here but they're a joke this, this is like the worst managed state 
I've ever been in, uh, and I've lived in several states. Uh, but that's a rant for another time. Anyone who's listened to the podcast has heard me rant about um, LDWF before. But um, it makes you wonder what their uh, their method to their madness is. Like, I wish they would explain. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, no, I'm sure it's uh, either monetary or politically driven. Uh, Probably someone with big pockets wanted something done the way they did it. So yeah. <laughs> that's usually. It's funny, yeah. it's funny you say that because I was scouting for hogs and deer the other day, and I came across an old man in the woods, and he was talking like never met this man before, and then all of a sudden he just started going off on down here. It's FWC, Florida Wildlife Commission, I believe, or Florida. Yeah, I believe it's Florida Wildlife Commission. Uh, but he, he he was going off. I, I never met this man before. And he was talking to me like as if we knew each other for 10 years. It was hilarious. <laughs> but he was like, yeah, the FWC is a joke. But I was like, I mean, I haven't looked here long enough to know if that's true or not. But he's like, they, they manage the WMAs poorly. But I don't know. <laughs> is there a lot of public land in Florida? Uh, Yes, there there actually is quite a bit of public land. There's there's a lot of small tracks. By small, Florida's a pretty big state. Yeah. Uh, some some of the smaller tracks are like thousands of acres. I mean, like a couple thousand. Yeah. But some of them, I think the smallest track of land I hunt is in the hundreds. Okay. But I mean, if you talk about the big tracks of public land, you're talking about over two hundred thousand acres. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's they're they're pretty big. It depends on which one you go to, but some of them are huge. Well, you know, and and I think Florida would they. It's definitely not a budget thing that they have um, when it comes to managing that, because you know that they. I mean, they have to make tons and tons and tons of revenue just off out of state licenses every year, like fishing licenses and shit alone should bring in just millions yeah. of dollars in revenue. Uh, and- that's one thing I love about Florida. Uh, even out-of-state hunting licenses for non-residents is really not that bad of a price. Really? Compared to other people, like other states. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm used to uh, New England, and like they tax you out of the butt just to go deer hunting up there if you're a resident. And, like, if you're a non-resident, it's costing an arm and a leg. Oh, yeah. So, coming down here, it's like this is pretty much chump change. <laughs> well, like Louisiana's a... Is one of those expensive license states. I mean, it cost me, and I get, you know, I mean, a resident license for me to get like everything and a WMA permit, like deer tags and all, it's like a hundred bucks. Um, yeah. But you can go to Arkansas and buy like your resident stuff, and for like forty bucks, you can get everything. So yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> but what Arkansas does is is they charge the living like they charge the hell out of their non-residents, but the residents don't pay that much. Uh, yeah. so. They do get a lot of non-residents though. Oh yeah, that's another state that they don't have an excuse for poorly managed public land because they have a shit ton of money. But uh, so how long you been uh, duck hunting, man? Uh, let's see here. I started duck hunting when I lived in New England. I was a little young before we left Indiana. Yeah. I grew, so I grew up deer hunting with my dad. And my dad had been duck hunting before, but we didn't have a boat, and we didn't really have to go. So he mainly just deer hunted and, like, squirrel hunted and stuff. Yeah. But uh, moving up to New England, we were renting a house on a private lake. Uh, and then every 
every once in a while, the geese and wood ducks would fly, and so that's what got me into it. Uh, then that pretty much hooked me. And then basically from then on out, so probably, I don't know, maybe four or five years. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. so it was your dad that got you into it then? Definitely, yep. My dad's, I love my dad to death. He got me into all that stuff, and it's a blessing and a curse because it's cost a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I agree completely. But, uh, hey, I mean, that's what it's all about, man. That's how uh, the sport continues to grow. Uh, I mean, if it weren't for dads getting their kids, or, or moms, I guess, getting their kids into uh, the outdoors and hunting, then uh, eventually it, it'll fall by the wayside. So Yeah, you're right. That's where it's all about. But uh, have you, so you've hunted up in the New England area, and then you've hunted down in Florida. Have you hunted any other states? Uh, I've hunted Georgia. Okay, that was fun. But other than that, I haven't hunted too many other states. I mean, I certainly hunted up in Massachusetts, but that's not water <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so oh, no. go ahead. Oh, so with how's Florida kind of shaped? Well. Before I ask you that, let's just hop into what what kind of ducks do you kill in Florida? What's kind of your uh, what's your typical morning look like as far as what you're seeing? Uh, in my area, you're gonna see lots of ringnecks. I mean, tons of <laughs> ringnecks. Uh, I mean, a crap ton. <laughs> the majority of ducks you see, actually, I think that's. Pretty much all across Florida yeah. is uh, ringnecks. There's a lot of ringnecks. Really? But um, last year, I saw a ton of ruddy ducks. Have you ever seen a ruddy duck? I have, yeah, yeah. I've never seen the flocks of ruddy ducks I saw last year. I thought they were coots at first. <laughs> on the slug I went to. I thought it was just like a conglomerate of coots, but I, I started paddling up to it. And then I saw them all fly off. I was like, oh, those are ruddies. Those weren't even coots. But... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so there's tons of divers down here. Um, what's cool about Florida is along the you have a lot of ducks that will be within the mainland, like lakes and rivers and stuff. Yeah, swamps. But when you go to the coast, the coast holds a lot of birds. Uh, the coast, there's tons of redheads, mm-hmm. redheads, buffleheads, um, scout. Uh, late in the season, you get a, I wouldn't say a ton, but you get more canvasbacks than you do than early season. Uh, quite a few people shot canvasbacks last year on the coast. Yeah. Uh, trying to think. Now, there are a lot of people that shoot wigeon, uh, teal, uh, even a couple pintails even. But I have all the scouting I've done, I've never seen a wigeon still in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. And I've seen teal, but it's like as soon as we get a cold front where I'm at, because I'm pretty north. Yeah. It's like as soon as we get like cold weather, it's like they all go to South Florida and they like say goodbye to me. So I only see teal. Mm, I don't see teal very often, uh, other than early season. And then it's like if we get a push of birds from maybe Georgia or somewhere like maybe South Carolina area, I'm not sure. Uh, if they get pushed down, I get that's in like new. Uh, push of teal but other than that most it's mainly divers yeah well you know uh, i have had this conversation several times with people um and and with hunting season coming back in and you know hitting the dove field with people and uh, teal hunting and stuff 
duck season always comes up. That's all I ever talk about. I mean, most of us, that's all we ever think about. But um, I absolutely 100% could shoot six ringnecks every day and go to sleep like the happiest kid in the world. Uh, it's fun, dude. Ringnecks. I mean, honestly, I people talk so much shit about them and give me shit for it, but I, I love shooting ringnecks. They're fun to shoot. They're stupid. Uh, they just dive in, but they're hard as hell to hit. Uh, it, it's just you know, I don't know. I I could kill limits of ringnecks and be a, a satisfied duck hunter. Uh, as of, as of right now, I would agree with you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I I mean, don't get me wrong. I love my puddle ducks. I love. We get a lot of gas ball down here. I love shooting big ducks, but I, if a group of ringnecks starts flying to, straight towards the decoys, I mean, I have never been too proud to not shoot them. So, right. Yeah. I, I'll pull a trigger on one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that and, you know, a lot of people like turn their nose up at divers when it comes to eating uh, or cooking them. But, uh, you know, I'll brine them out and I all the ringnecks I kill, which. It's quite a few. Uh, you know, I'll just, I'll brine them, marinate them, cut them into strips, and turn them into jerky. Uh, mm, that sounds, that sounds so good. And, I haven't tried that. Yeah, you definitely, you know, it, it turns out pretty good. Uh, and you don't get, I mean, it's, it doesn't taste fishy or nasty like most divers do. Uh, you don't get any bad taste out of it when you do it that way. Uh, any of the ones that come off kind of weird, uh, I'll just use as dog treats. Um, because <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. Boone, like my pup, he fucking loves uh, diver jerky, so we'll snack on that in the blind. But uh, there you go. So, for all your ringnecks you kill this year, you'll have to uh, try some jerky. Yeah, I've never <laughs> tried it before. I know that a lot of people down here make it into a stir fry. Yeah, yeah, I've. I've seen that before. I've never actually made any duck stir fry, but I just fry mine up and I always try to do different seasonings and stuff, but it never comes out as good as I think it is. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, that's the fun part uh, is just experiment with stuff. But uh, I uh, actually just put this last video I did, I made uh, the teal we kill. I plucked them whole and smoked them. Uh, and glazed them in maple syrup and coat them with salt. And like, dude, I'm telling you guys, it was literally the best duck I've ever eaten. Hands that on. sounds amazing. It was like, cause the syrup was all like, I don't I don't even know how to explain it. It was good. And so it was like sweet, salty, savory, smoky. Like it's making me hungry. I haven't ate dinner yet, <laughs> but, uh, Gosh, we gotta get off food. So, what kind of what kind of environments like what? What's it look like? Is it just all like marshes and swamps? Or are you hunting in like some timber style stuff? Or so um, where I'm at, it's mainly lakes. And if you're not hunting in the lakes, you can go to the coast. And if it's not the coast, you can go to uh, big cypress swamps. Now, they're all really cool in their own way. Yeah. The lakes, uh, I'll put this out there. I do not live near any lakes. I have to drive <laughs> at least an hour if I want to go duck hunting. So I <laughs> Really? Yeah. 
I'm like in one of the. You think of Florida, you think of swamp. Like, but I was telling you, like it's a big swamp essentially. Yeah. You think of swamp, right? So water, lakes, rivers. Yeah, I don't live close to any of that. The closest <laughs> thing I have in my house is a river that only has wood ducks, but they're really hard to hunt on the river because you have to go really far up the river, and I don't, I only got a kayak and off a boat. So <laughs> I gotta <laughs> I gotta go pretty far out of my way to go duck hunting, but I do it because I love it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I, I love going to the cypress swamps and hunting wood ducks because they're beautiful ducks. They taste good. They can fly in and out of those trees like something out of a movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever seen one whip through the woods like they do. Um, there's really cool birds, and they are super fun to hunt because if you, even if you're not in, on the X, I'll say – because there's so many spots they can land in the cypress swamp. But say you're not where they want to be. I don't know if you've ever done this before, but uh, I love calling to wood ducks and having them come in. It's almost like a turkey hunting. Mm-hmm. Have you turkey hunted before? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's almost, it's almost That's the closest thing I can compare it to. And you can hear them swimming in, and they get closer and closer and closer. And all I do is hide behind a cypress tree. Yeah. And uh, there's a guy on Instagram... I believe his name is Chad Hodge. I follow him. He knows how to call in wood ducks, and he knows how to hunt them hard. Last year, I think he shot over 50 in one season. Because down here in Florida, we're only about to shoot three. In early season, like right now, you're about to shoot two during early season. But yeah. in regular season, you're only allowed to shoot three. And he shot 50 last season. Yeah. So that's a lot of just wood ducks. Oh, um, yeah. But, yeah, so that's what, that's what I love about the swamps. Uh, the coast is super unique. I, I love that about Florida. And, you know, people think of beaches and stuff like that, but I'm talking about, like, going out in the water, sometimes around the beach, uh, and having divers swing into you. Yeah. That is freaking awesome. I'm not kidding you. That's the most relaxing, easy. Uh, I'm like, easy. You have to scout for them. But, man, that is so cool when you don't even call them flocks. There's there's some sometimes when you see redheads and bluebills and stuff out in the distance, you see them pick up off the water and you see a black cloud moving across. <laughs> People down here, they were like, uh, you see that raft over there? And yeah. I'm like, I'm like, what raft are you talking about? They're like, that raft over there just picked up and moved. I was like, what are you talking about? They're like, look. And they pointed way out there, and I could finally see it. And But don't call them flocks because they're so big. They call them rafts. They call them rafts of birds. And I was like, God, they kidding me. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. But uh, the lakes, most of the lakes down here, at least in my area, um, you need at least a kayak to get into them because you can't you can't stand in the water. It's too deep. Yeah. So that's that's also a blessing and a curse because it keeps a lot of people out. Mm-hmm. But it also it's kind of bad because you, you, you kind of are limited on your options and where you can hunt. But uh, the lakes, they don't have much marshes with them as you'd think. It's like it's either all marsh and swamp or it's all lake. In my area, at least. There's not much of in between. Um, from what I understand, along the rivers, the, the big main rivers of uh, Florida, there's marshes off the side of those. And those hold ducks. But I haven't had the chance to hunt those hard yet. So I haven't really had – I can't really talk much about it because I haven't really experienced it. But – 
Yeah, so that's pretty much the main. If I was to think Florida duck hunting, those are like the spots that I can think of right now where you can go. Oh, oh yeah. You have more fields down here to hunt mallards. And stuff. <laughs> yeah. No, I got <laughs> you, man. Uh, and that's one of the things with like big states. Like you said, Florida's a massive state. Uh, and one of those things about the big states is, you know, there's it's just so diverse. I mean, you literally could do almost anything, like you said, besides really like dry field hunt. I mean, uh, you're not going to get thousands and thousands of mallards in a cornfield. Uh, right. But you could pretty much do anything else you want to. Uh, and, and that's what's cool about it. Um, but at the same time, you know, when we're doing this podcast, it's hard to cover like the big states. Um, like the dude, uh, we did California. I mean, and he could talk about like his local area, but he, you know, like he said, if you drive four hours any direction, then it's completely different. Uh, right. and, and Louisiana is kind of the same. Um, you know, where we're at, we're in like the Northwest corner. Um, so we're kind of off of the major flyway. Um, so we, I don't know, we get kind of like the stragglers from all the other like flyways. It's kind of weird where I'm at. But uh, if we talk to someone who's from like um, southeastern or southwest Louisiana, just completely different story. So, uh, yeah, all these coastal states too, man. Uh, you know, all the, like you said, just diver hunting on the coast and stuff. I haven't got the chance to do it, but it's on my list. It's would be wicked. I think that'd be a blast. It's freaking awesome. The only thing you gotta be careful about is you gotta check the weather. Uh, if the water's too choppy, then it's dangerous to get out there. Uh-huh. But what a lot of people don't know is, and when I talk about this, I'm talking about the Gulf. I've never hunted the uh, Atlantic side, but the Gulf side I've hunted. Uh, you can go pretty far out in the ocean and still hunt in your waders. Yeah. It's, Certain parts is not that deep, and especially if you find a sandbar, especially off the coast, you yeah. find a sandbar out there, and the ducks find like uh, whatever they eat out there, like shells, crustaceans, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. and they that's like that's pretty much your X, like on a cornfield. Yeah, that's the best thing X is compared to. And all you do is you go out there, you uh, you bring your palm fronds with you, like your palm meadows and your palm fronds and stuff. You stick those. That's your blind, and then you slowly just set up. And you, that's, not, that's, all you, that's all the work you got to do. <laughs> the only thing you got to be careful of is uh, the tide. Because if you get stranded out there, you got to wait for the tide to come back up so you can get back in. Yeah, I was going to say, a, a lot of tidal factors come into that, too. Yep. Yeah, because uh, down in, like, southern Louisiana, um, a lot of those dudes hunt, like, tidal marshes and stuff. And literally every day, there's a Louisiana duck hunters page. Literally every day, like, someone's <laughs> posting in there, like, hey, who's got an airboat that can come get us? Like, <laughs> That's hilarious. Because they'll run out there in, like, their gator tail, and then uh, they'll be hunting, and then they'll get done, and, like, their boat's just sitting on land. So yeah, that's funny. <laughs> for me, it's funny. Not for them. No, no, yeah, it sucks for them. But I mean, I find humor out of it because so, no, people don't learn. Like it's every day. I don't. I'm not even from there, and I've already learned that lesson. Uh, right. <laughs> but hey, I mean, you can take a horse to water. You can't make him drink, right? <laughs> exactly. You can't fix dudes. So what are what are your limits like there in Florida? I know you said wood ducks for three, but what about everything else? Uh. So, 
Just, uh, I know, I think Connecticut, where I used to live, I think there's a sea duck limit and a, a regular duck limit. Yeah. Uh, but down here, it's all in one limit. So you're only allowed six. But uh, let's see, I got it in front of me here. It says uh, no more than two mallards, four scoters, four eiders, four long-tailed ducks, uh, three wood ducks, like I said. Uh, you're only allowed two redheads. Two black ducks, which I've never even seen a black duck in Florida. <laughs> uh, two canvasbacks, one pintail, one model duck. Uh, you're only allowed one fullest whistling duck and one scout. So that's the thing they changed last year was their scout limit because from this year, the, the date is the, the first uh, split of our duck season. You're only allowed to shoot one scout. But the second split, you're allowed two. So it's kind of... Yeah, that's do that. That's how we are too. It's like the first half you can shoot one, and then the second half you can shoot two. Yeah, but everything else you can limit out on. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, no, it's a. I guess it's pretty pretty much the same as uh, a lot of the uh, southern states anyway. I think all the limits are uh, are pretty much the same. The only ones that get kind of different are like. Um, like you said, like Connecticut, you have separate limits for your sea ducks and, and your you know your general duck population, but um, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what it was like when I was up there. Yeah, I think Matt was telling us. Uh, was it Connecticut? I don't remember. Maybe it was Delaware. I don't know. I've talked to too many people. Um, One of those northern states. <laughs> yeah, the northeast. Like I said, uh, I'm not very familiarated with that uh, whole area, so geography wasn't my specialty in school. <laughs> but uh so what's your what's your dream state to hunt man where uh if you could pick one state that you haven't been to where would you go to shoot ducks oh man <laughs> so i got two okay i really so i got family that's like lived in arkansas for a long time and mm-hmm. i've never hunted ducks in arkansas and that's like one of the top states to hunt ducks in. Yeah. And I really want to go hunt ducks in Arkansas. That's like on my bucket list. But I also want to go to uh, one of the Dakotas. Probably North Dakota because I think they opened first, but I'm going to have to double check that. But the amount of ducks and geese for the waterfowl in general they get there, it's like a waterfowl's dream, at least from my own research. Yeah. So it's mind blowing. I, I would love to go hunt them. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, I think the Dakotas. I, I've never been. It'd be awesome. Uh, I, I'm almost scared to go because, uh, like, I, if it's anything like you, you know, you see the videos and stuff of with just thousands and thousands of mallards dumping in and this craziness that you see. Uh, I feel like if I actually went up there and experienced that, it would be really hard to make me not move to North Dakota. Right. So I'm trying to avoid that for as long as possible because I don't think that's the state I want to live in. Uh, <laughs> and, and, you know, how do you go from, like, how do you go hunt that and then come back to, like, Florida and not just be like... Adrian? <laughs> and, you know, like, it'd just be depressing. <laughs> yeah. No, you're exactly right. So that's why, like, I'd be scared to go out there because I feel like I'd come back to Louisiana and just be like, "Man, this isn't even fucking worth it." 
Yeah. So. Uh, I also want to go to Texas and hunt sandhill cranes. Yeah, that's on a, that's on my <laughs> list as well. My buddy went last year. He got to go on a crane hunt, uh, and he brought some home, cooked it up. Oh my gosh, delicious! That's what I've been told. Yeah, I, everyone was like, "Oh, it's the best bird, the ribeye in the sky." It's like, "Oh, whatever." I tried it. I was like, "Yeah, you're probably right." <laughs> but yeah. uh, yeah, we have a lot of sandhill grains in Florida, like a lot. Uh, but we can't hunt them down here. Really? Yeah. Do you? Uh, do you, I know you said whistling ducks. Do you kill any whistling ducks throughout the year? So it's kind of hit and miss. Uh, last year. Actually, no, two years ago. The first year I hunted here, I almost could have limited out on them. My buddy and I went to one of our spots we go to, and it's a pretty popular spot, though. Yeah. And we literally had whistling ducks all around us in the morning. And it wasn't shooting like yet. And then uh, some jerks on the other side of the marsh started shooting before shooting light, and they all lifted off and flew off. So, But I literally I could have touched them with my bear and my gun. That's how close they were. That sounds uh, about right. Yeah, those black belly whistling ducks, they're super cool. They make a pretty sound. And they're pretty, for Florida, I mean, we don't get very many big ducks down here. Yeah. So just to have those here, it's pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, we could have limited out on those if the people on the other side of the marsh weren't idiots. And <laughs> uh, I have yet to see a fulvous whistling duck. From my understanding, like mid Florida down, they're, they're, like in that section, yeah. I, I've I've never been that far south before, but I would love to go shoot one of those. They're, those are really pretty too. You know, I haven't killed a whistler yet. We get like we see tons and tons and tons of black belly whistling ducks during teal season. Um, yeah, like already this year, I've only been out three times or so, but already this year, I mean, I've just seen tons of them. I mean, they'll just fly through the decoys and you'll hear them all morning and i'm just sitting there daydreaming but by the time big duck season opens in the middle of november like never to be seen again <laughs> yeah that's weird yeah so uh it, it's on my list of birds to kill but i think i'm either gonna have to like go south or go somewhere else like south texas i think they get a bunch of them down there uh I might be wrong, but yeah, I'll see the hell out of them during teal season, and you just gotta sit there and watch them. <laughs> They're really cool ducks. Oh yeah, uh, uh, beautiful. From my understanding, I've never eaten one, but from my understanding, they taste really good from what I hear. Uh, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, <laughs> I'll, maybe I'll find out one day. I will. I just don't know where I'm gonna have to kill it to find out. But yeah, maybe That's this year. Uh, model. And shoot a black bow whistler. Okay. Well, yep. I I haven't even set a goal for the, this season, but I'll put a whistler on my list as well. Uh, you know, model ducks, I've never killed a model duck, but, you know, I, people around here have. Um, I always see people, like, arguing about, like, because model ducks and black ducks, like, and – mallard hens like ever it's always an argument when people are trying to id shit uh, <laughs> and everyone thinks they're a biologist so i love uh, i'll always see it on facebook someone will kill like a mallard hen and be like oh i got this nice black duck this morning <laughs> or 
Look at this model duck I killed. Uh, it's it cracks me up. So I get my entertainment yeah. from Facebook. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's actually uh, something unique about Florida. The SWC does not want mallards down here, at least in the springtime when they hatch some stuff out, uh, because the the mallards, if they stay, they'll breed with um, uh, the model ducks. Yeah, and it creates a hybrid. Um, and the SWC doesn't want that, so they they'll actually give out permits to get rid of the mallards. I don't, I'm not sure if it's just the nest permits. If you see a nest and you see like you know it's a mallard in a model, or uh, no, it's not that. It's, it's just the mallards. Huh. They'll give you permits to get rid of the mallards. Really? I don't know if they come out and get rid of them or if you can take care of it yourself. But yeah, because I was uh. I was talking to my buddy about it because I was like, hey, I think I saw a mallard the other day. He, he asked where. I was. I told him where. And he, he was talking to me about it. And he's like, yeah, the FWC doesn't want them because the mallards, when they breed the models, it creates a hybrid and it's not purebred models anymore. So it's kind of like distorting the gene, I guess. But yeah, yeah. fun fact about Florida. <laughs> it's wild. <laughs> so I'm going to have to come down to Florida in the spring and get a mallard permit. Yeah, I gotta look into that again because that that would be cool. No, I don't know if it's just for private land because yeah. I've never seen anyone do it on public. But either way, that would be cool. Huh? Yeah, that's I'm gonna have to research that because that's pretty interesting. I've never heard of that. Yeah, um, and the only thing that confused me about that was uh, you would think the mallards would fly back up north. So I, I wonder if it's just like farm raised mallards because you're not allowed to buy them here. So I guess people have to import mallards. Yeah. Like, you know how you go to Rural King TSC buy ducks and chickens and stuff yeah in florida it's it's you can't buy mallards they won't allow you <laughs> well like here we have a, a lot of the ponds and stuff we train like they'll hold like local mallards here year-round uh like we'll be training in the middle of the summer and there'll be like a flock of mallards that'll fly in and land on the ponds and stuff um, yeah so they definitely like they'll stick around they're like city ducks <laughs> Uh, yeah, locals, I guess. Yeah, but um, I don't know. It's weird. I've never heard of that, but I definitely want to look into that later. Um, yeah. So do you, do you hunt with a dog, or are you the dog? So this is no, I wrote down some notes I want to talk about for Florida, but uh, yes and no. Uh, whenever I can, I do. But it's really hard to find a place in Florida, for me at least, North Florida, uh to hunt with a dog because yeah like i said earlier you can't the lakes and stuff which we usually hunt you can't stand unless you're on the very edge if you find like some secret hole where you can stand on the edge and not fall through the grass mats <laughs> uh, that's the only section of land you can sit on and unless you have a boat to put your dog on which we don't you have to have a dog stand or something like that yeah but it's not possible it's not feasible in our area and unless you hunt like a maybe a farm pond for wood ducks or you hunt the cypress swamps and you have a section off the river or something where you can put like a tree stand up for your dog so yeah. uh you still gotta worry about the gators mm -hmm. and the moccasins because i actually found a wood duck pole last year that my sister and i went and hunted and i was excited because i was going to bring my dog with me but then when we were scouting it, I almost stepped on a water moccasin right where we were going to go duck hunting. I was like, yeah, see, I just, 
just that one little moccasin. <laughs> like, it, yeah. it changed my mind on bringing my dog because you spend so much, like, they're part of your family, you know, and you don't want anything to happen to them. But, oh, yeah. No, I got you for sure, man. Um, uh, but the coast, though, you can, there's a lot of places on the coast you can bring a dog, so that's, that's good. But yeah. That's pretty much it in, in our area, at least. No, I got you. It's a, well, and I forgot you said you hunted out of a kayak. Um, <clears throat> and I'm kind of, I kayak hunt. I had a boat last year, sold my boat, so I'm back in the yak again. And, uh, you know, it's it's kind of tricky. Um, a lot of places I hunt are usually shallow enough for, uh, like, my dog stand. Or we're near enough, like, cypress trees and stuff that I could move over and at least throw him on like a tree stand but that's good but uh yeah no it can definitely be tricky unless you run like a boat blind or you have a blind somewhere and then gators like you said are always a a concern uh you know i know people who take their dogs out here during teal season uh i'm not one of those guys i'll never fucking hunt my dog during teal season here just because of how many gators there are uh oh yeah like we went out last week uh and just on the way to the hole i mean we saw 30 40 gators out i mean no where we parked the boat (laughs) there was a little baby gator swimming by uh yeah so we were looking for mama gator but it's uh (laughs) you know it's just not worth it to me but hey i mean i guess people can do what they want (laughs) even but even during big duck season here man unless it's cold i'll usually wait uh, and go the first weekend without just to see if I've seen gators out and about before I make the decision to actually bring uh, the pup along. So, yeah, like you said, man, safety uh, safety's more important than uh, having your dog pick up a ring neck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cause just that one little itch in the back of your head. You're like, it's only happens. It's my fault. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I know that some people. So again, this is just what I know from like pictures and videos and stuff from South Florida, but uh, there's a lot of more places down there where you can walk in, where you can uh, stand in the water and actually hunt. And I know people down there, they like bring dog stands and, and stuff like that, so they can hunt with dogs. But I've only seen uh, one guy up where I hunt, hunt with a dog because he was able to find, a, uh, not a dry spot, but... Um, he brought two kayaks, one for him, one for his dog. It was like two feet worth of water. So it was pretty shallow compared to the rest of the lake. And he anchored his dog down. And his dog, his, the dog's place was the canoe or the kayak, whichever one it was. So it was pretty cool. So I was watching shoot birds and he would send it from that. So that was pretty neat. But, yeah, yeah, I guess you could get like a one of those like six foot jet sleds and <laughs> have your dog ride yeah. in that. <laughs> Something like that. Might have to get creative with it. Yeah. But that was also the year that a sinkhole opened up and opened up that the entire lake. So oh, shit. the hunting was good that year because the water dropped down so much. Yeah. So uh, the ringnecks were awesome to hunt. And the, there was the models were flying around much more because there wasn't as much water. And uh, it, was, it was a lot more shallower. So there was tons. I think that year people were shooting gadwalls out there. Pretty much everything under the sun, they're shooting out there except for like mallards. I think huh. someone even shot a widgeon out there. Huh. Uh, but yeah, since the water's filled back up, that's you can't do that anymore. That's, so, a- that's another thing. Like, you gotta just 
play it by ear. So last year, I went a lot of different places to, to scout, basically, uh, to see where the Ducks want to be. Because um, it takes a while to get to know an area. Yeah. And, like this year, I already know some places I won't be able to go because the water has risen so much. Mm-hmm. The ducks won't be able to get to any of the food, so it'd be pointless for them to fly there. So it's a a, a good thing and a bad thing because I know where they're not going to be, but now I don't know where they're going to be. <laughs> yeah, no, I got you for sure. Uh, that's what heck it just goes full circle back to what we were saying earlier, man. Freaking when the water's high, the hunting uh, gets a whole lot harder. But yeah, it does. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, I still got some crud lingering around in my throat. Uh, so what, right. what kind of shotgun you shoot, man? Uh, as of last season, I was up until that point. I mean, up until this season, I'm sorry. I've been an 870 guy. Mm-hmm. I got it for Christmas when I was like, I don't know, I was little. And I hung everything with that. And I loved duck hunting with that. I mean, yeah. when I was hunting with my buddies, I had Super Black Eagles and brownings and stuff, and they couldn't hit anything, and then I just went up, <laughs> not to like drag it on myself, but it was hilarious, because I thought no one was shooting anything, and I just pulled up with my 870 and shoot duck, and uh, it was hilarious, but, um, <laughs> but I actually, this year I'll be hunting with an A5, got an A5 to go with me this year, so I'm excited about that, okay. I've wanted to hunt with an A5 for a long time, and I finally was able to pick one up, so I'm yeah. excited. Hell yeah. What a... Do you have a go-to um, shotgun shell, or are you just whatever you can get kind of guy? Uh, kind of whatever I can get, but I like to use either three or fours. Um, <laughs> threes for divers, and along the coast at least. Yeah. Fours for like inland, maybe I'm hunting ringnecks, and like I can shoot teal with that, and I can shoot, I can basically shoot everything I need to with the fours, and I'll be okay. But uh, on the coast. Sometimes you're taking some longer shots, and the bird's a little bit bigger. So I want something a little bit heavier, bigger, that'll put them down. Yeah. No, I got you for sure, man. What, uh, this question, uh, is an important question. Uh, <laughs> and I ask everyone this. There is a wrong answer, uh, but there's no specific right answer. What is your go-to <laughs> blind snack every morning? So if it, when you're going out and you're, hopping in your kayak what is one thing you got to make sure that you're munching on while you're out there duck hunting oh man i got a few <laughs> <laughs> uh you can't go wrong with a pop tart or honey bun oh but I also, is that a good o or a bad o <laughs> both <laughs> pop tarts are literally pop tarts are my favorite thing in the world and to me, a honey bun is the most disgusting fucking thing <laughs> that mankind ever created. <laughs> That's hilarious. No, I, uh, if I don't bring those, I usually just bring beef jerky. Hmm. But uh, I, I, I honestly, I don't eat much during the hunt because when you're in the middle of a lake or on the other side of the lake where you put in, whatever comes in, it's got to come out. <laughs> <laughs> Especially after your morning coffee. <laughs> so, no, I got you, man. I try not to eat very much for uh, the hunt, but I do bring snacks in case I get hungry. But yeah, yeah, I'm a pop tart guy, hundred percent. Yep, I love bringing pop tarts out there. Pop tarts, and I bring granola bars for uh, for my pup. Usually, we share those. Oh, that's smart. But uh, 
That's about it. I, and you know, I'm kind of the same, but I don't, I don't know. Like some of my buddies will bring like sausage biscuits and all kinds of shit. I just, I don't really like to eat that early in the morning. Uh, so I usually just drink my coffee and hang out, but I always, I always have a pop tart in my bag in case I get hungry. Uh, you'll never see me with a honey bun in my life. Like honestly, if someone brought a fucking honey bun near me, I'd probably like never hunt with them again. But I just hate it. <laughs> so if you ever come visit Louisiana, just leave the honey buns at home. <laughs> but uh, man, that uh, that's really gonna about wrap it up. I think we're about to hit an hour, and uh, you know, Florida is one of those states. It's a very similar state. Uh, at least in my eyes, to uh, Louisiana, but it's definitely unique in its own way. Um, and and I feel for you being down south because uh, us southern hunters got a lot tougher time when it comes to duck hunting than uh, the guys up north do. So uh, I'm in the same boat as you are, man. Uh, all we can do is just ignore all the guys from the dakotas and kansas posting on instagram and just worry about our ringnecks and wood ducks and we'll be all right yep well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but man uh again clay i appreciate you for coming on and uh and and sharing uh what you know about florida with us man uh i had a great time the last hour hopefully one day i'll get to come down to florida and uh duck hunt i've visited plenty of times seeing family and stuff but i haven't got to hunt down there before so yeah that'd be fun um really fun what uh that'd be really fun and thanks for having me on here too that was this is really fun oh i've never been on a podcast before so i have to come big one day like phil robertson you were the first one to invite me on their podcast (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah please do give us that plug uh No, man, it's a, like I said earlier, you know, we'll try and uh, get you back on here again. Uh, We're booked up with this, uh, with 50 states of waterfowl. Uh, Now that Florida's checked off, uh, we still have like 40 something states to go, I think. So it's going to be a while, but uh, we'll hit you up next year. (laughs) No, man. That sounds awesome. Bunch of notes from Florida. We we went through like some of them, but I had a whole like note section on my phone. So yeah, we'll have, we'll have to come back and revisit this. Oh yeah, for sure, man. I'll definitely uh, be staying in touch with you, and uh, you know, good luck to you this duck season uh, and deer season. Try not to sweat your ass off out there in your deer stand. Uh, oh my goodness, mosquitoes <laughs> are eating alive. Oh yeah, I'll be in the same boat here. Our bow season opens up next weekend, so. Uh, I'll be out there sweating too, but it's just part of the game, man. (laughs) I appreciate it, bro. Um, And yeah, man, I'll stay in touch with you. Yes, sir. All right. Yes, sir. Did I hear you right on? I was listening to you guys' podcast with Matt Wedish. Did I hear you right? You said um, you're in the Marines? Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for that. Hey, appreciate it, man. Yes, sir. Yeah, been in, been, and, uh, our co-host, he was, I was in with him. He's out now, but, uh, okay. he was, he's busy tonight. Uh, so okay, anyway, yeah. thank you. You thank you as well. <laughs> yeah. I'll let him know. Vang's a character. He had some shit going on. He's always too busy for the show. Hey, busy is good sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Amen to that, brother. Well, take care of yourself and, uh, I'll shoot you a text here in just a little bit, man. All right. Thanks, 
Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. All right, guys. Well, that is going to wrap it up for Florida, man. Uh, you know, it sounds like a great place. Uh, it, it's kind of what you would expect, I would say, of a southern state. Um, but at the same time, you know, like he, like I was telling him, I mean, Florida is such a small state – or excuse me, such a big state that, you know, if you drive a couple hours any direction, everything changes. So it's hard to really cover these states, these larger states, um, and hit everything um, without just draining you guys down. I'm trying to keep these at an hour, so we did our best. But uh, I did have some questions on Instagram. Uh, I totally forgot I did a poll. Uh, I know we had one for sure. Uh, Jacob asked us, um, what would you have done different when training your dog early on? Um <clears throat> And to answer that question, I can answer that very honestly. I would not have rushed things. Uh, I think in, in the beginning when you're training and getting excited, um, you start to rush things a little bit. So <laughs> uh, it, it's always nice to just take a step back. I also would have started training with a group more often. I think, you know, the first year or so of me training, I was solely by myself and not training with anyone uh, who knew what the hell they were doing. Uh, once I got into a good training group with some guys and trained with them consistently, it made a world of a difference, not only for me as a handler, um, but for my pup and his development and just the progress we made was just phenomenal. So I will say that, um, you know, if, if you're taking on your pup for the first time, and you're just starting to train, find your local HRC club or your local AKC club join the club, go to a training day, meet the guys, ask them to come go train with them, go train with them and start doing it regularly. Find one or two or three people, find a good group and train consistently. And you will see the craziest amount of success ever. I promise you that. Anyway, guys, I appreciate all of you. I'm so glad the podcast is back. Thank you for tuning in. If you haven't already, head over to the YouTube channel. If you're not on there right now, give me a big old subscribe and support the channel out, guys. Make sure you check out our last hunting video. The teal hunt video should be up as you guys are listening to this. And the next teal hunt where my kayak catches on fire is going to be up there as well here shortly, guys. Uh, again, you can follow us me on Facebook and Instagram at Flying V Outdoors. And the podcast, guys, the Flying V Podcast, this beautiful thing that we've created, 50 states of waterfowl. It is on every streaming platform that you guys want it to be on. You can check it out anywhere. Give us a follow on all those guys. Like it. Share it with your friends. Help me continue to grow. This is going to be a big year for Flying the Outdoors. Uh, and, and I'm super excited. Again, thank you to everyone. Thanks for the patience while I was sick. I appreciate y'all. And we'll see you next week as we take on another state, Georgia. Y'all have a good night.